Welcome to the radio program, Why Paul? Bringing and interpreting the doctrine Jesus Christ presented through the Apostle Paul. Your hosts are Michael R. Mix and Michelle Mix of 14th Street Ministries. We are here to bring you the answers found in 2 Timothy, verse 2, and encourage you to teach and share this program with others. Now, here are your hosts, Michael Mix and Michelle Mix. Welcome back this week. And hope you had a great week, uh, the end last week and then through this week. And I'm your host, Michelle Mix. And I'm your host, uh, Michael Mix. And I'm your host, Pam Lampton. Okay, and today, what are we starting with today, Michael? Today, um, we're uh, working on the results of justification. And we'll get into those results after we've been saved and how we're justified. Uh, I'll go ahead and open in prayer. Uh, Heavenly Father, we come to you in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, for we preach not of ourselves, but Christ Jesus, the Lord, and ourselves, your servants, for Jesus' sake. For God, who commanded the light to shine out of the darkness, has shined in our hearts to give the light of the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. Okay, we'll start with um, Romans 5, 1 through 5, uh, and this is the results of justification. So we want to know what happens after we're saved, right? Right. So, and it's more than just being saved, it's much, much more. Okay, um, verse uh, 1 is, therefore being justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus by whom also we have access by faith into the grace wherein we stand and rejoiced in hope of the glory of God. And not only so, but we glory in tribulation also, knowing that the tribulation worketh patience, and patience experience and experience hope. And hope maketh not ashamed, because the love of God is shed abroad in our hearts, by the Holy Ghost, which is given unto us. Okay. And Pam, did you have a, um, did you bring a question that actually ends up being what we were going to talk about today? Yeah. um, We have a question that has been um, going along with justification in Romans. And so we're going to fit the question in this week, since we're going to be going over justification in depth. One of the questions was, can a Christian lose their salvation? Um, how do we know we're secure in our salvation in Christ? I'm going to go over some pinpoints um, of some ver- verses. We're going to cover a lot of verses today um, that mark these. And I'm, uh, I'll just go over some pinpoint notes. Okay. Um, first of all, I'll explain a Christian when we refer to a Christian in broad terms, but in specific terms, a Christian is a person who is fully trusted in Jesus Christ as the only Savior and therefore possesses the Holy Spirit. We find that in John 3.16, Acts 16.31, and Ephesians 2.8-9. through 9. So, with this definition in mind, can a Christian lose their salvation? It's very critical. It's a crucial um, question a lot of people have perhaps the best way to answer this was would be explain 
the verses that we're going to go over today. A Christian is a new creation. A Christian is redeemed. A Christian is justified. A Christian is promised eternal life. A Christian is marked by God and sealed by the Spirit. A Christian is is guaranteed glorification. A Christian cannot lose their salvation. These are all facts that we're going to cover tonight with Scripture from God's Word. and And we believe God's Word. Yeah. So what he says is what he says. And so, and in, in what, and as you said, believe. So, um, I have a verse um, that talks, which is your first, the first part of that is believing. Um, so, I have Romans 10, 13 through 15. For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. How then shall they call on him in whom they have not believed? And how shall they believe in him of whom they have not heard? And how shall they hear without a preacher? And how shall they preach except they be sent? As it is written, how beautiful are the feet of them that preach the gospel of peace and bring glad tidings of good things. Yeah, and, and, we, and the gospel, the, the believing there is believing the gospel. And it's the gospel of the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ. He is the son of God. He shed his blood for our sins. It's very simple to believe that, that Jesus Christ died for our sins, he was buried, and he rose again. And if we believe that, we become a new creation in Christ. Right, and we're justified. And um, justified in Romans three twenty four through 26 being justified freely by his grace through the redemption that is in Jesus Christ, whom God has set forth to be the propitiation through faith in his blood, to declare his righteousness righteousness for the remission of sins that are past through the forbearance of God, to declare, I say, at this time his righteousness, that he might be just and the justifier of him, which believeth in Jesus. Okay, the the justifier is God. Uh, propitiation means satisfied. God is satisfied with with uh, His Son's death, burial, and resurrection on the cross. And His uh, when it talks about freely, that freely is deeper than any sin. Uh, that grace that He's given it's unlimited uh, favor and unlimited grace. And it's freely given. And so we have believe, we have being justified, and then we have righteousness. And that's from Romans 9, 29 through 31. And as Isaiah said before, except the Lord of Sabbath had left us a seed, we had been as Sidonia and been made like unto Gomorrah. What shall we say then? that the Gentiles which followeth not after righteousness have attained to righteousness, even the righteousness which is of faith. But Israel, which followed after the law of righteousness, hath not attained to the law of righteousness. Yeah, we, uh, we, we are made righteous because we believe, not by any works. Like the law, when uh, 
under the Jews, it was works plus faith. When it comes to the Gentiles and the gospel given to the Apostle Paul, it's faith plus nothing. Christ did all the works. And they were trying to obtain it through works, the righteousness. Right. It's not not our righteousness, but Christ. That's right. Being justified freely, Romans 3, verses 21 through 24 But now the righteousness of God without the law is manifested, being witnessed by the law and by the prophets. Even the righteousness of God, which is by faith of Jesus Christ, unto all, upon all them that believe, for there is no difference. For all have sinned and come short of the glory of God, being justified freely by his grace through the redemption that is in Christ Jesus. Which actually gives us um, peace access. So, like in Romans 5, 1 through 2, it tells us that, therefore, being justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ, by whom also we have access by faith into this grace wherein we stand and rejoice in hope of the glory of God. Yeah, we stand on that, um, the gospel, we stand on that. We're judged by it, and we're saved by it, which is in uh, 1 Corinthians 15, 1 through 4, or whatever. So. Okay, and with grace comes eternal life, and that's in Romans 5, 20 through 21. Moreover, the law entered that the offense might abound, but where sin abounded, Grace did much more abound, that as sin hath reigned unto death, even so might grace reign through righteousness unto eternal life by Jesus Christ our Lord. Okay. We are also sealed, Ephesians 1.13, in whom ye have trusted after that ye heard the word of truth, the gospel of your salvation, in whom also, after that ye believed, ye were sealed with the Holy Spirit of promise. Yeah, when, we're, when, we, when we believe the gospel, uh, we're uh, justified, we're made righteous, we're filled with the Holy Spirit, and we're sealed by the Holy Spirit. And, and uh uh, we're baptized into Christ, in Christ's death, burial, and resurrection. Hid in, we're in Christ, hid in God. Which then makes us heirs. So in Romans 8, 17, And if children, then heirs, heirs of God, and joint heirs with Christ, if so be that we suffer with him, that we may be also glorified together. Yeah, it makes you wonder why why the world is so against Christianity or this relationship with the very God that created us. And he has all this to offer. Can you imagine if you're an heir with Christ? That means you have everything that he has. Mm-hmm. Now that comes, that's spiritually, but it comes in the future. Uh, after the rapture or whatever, but we have everything that he has. We're heirs with him. Yes. And 
um, being that, and then reminding that we're talking about um, can a Christian lose salvation? So then we come to being baptized into Christ from Galatians 3.26 through 28. For ye are all the children of God by faith in Christ Jesus. For as many of you as have been baptized into Christ have put on Christ. Remember, that baptism is a spiritual baptism. We're baptized into his death, burial, and resurrection. Okay, go ahead. There is neither Jew nor Greek. There is neither bond nor free. There is neither male nor female. For ye are all one in Jesus Christ. And that's a new mystery. Mystery given by the risen Christ to Paul. Because before the age of grace, that wasn't uh, taught. That we were That the women were not equal with the men and there's a difference between a Jew and a Gentile. But now we're and that's all one. one. Yep, yes, right. And that's yeah. one thing Christ uh, did teach was equality of men and women. Mm-hmm. He didn't treat anybody different. They were all the same. Yeah, and he's given, given everybody the freedom and the liberty and taken us out. From, like last week, we were talking about legalism. And, and, and if we study the Word of God in, in, in true, sound doctrine, we will find our freedom and our liberty. That's not liberty and freedom to sin, but it's liberty and freedom to serve the person that saved us and that loved us. Right. And our next point is hid with Christ and God. In Colossians 3, 2 through 4, tells us, Set your affections on things above not on things on the earth, for ye are dead, and your life is hid with Christ in God. When Christ, who is our life, shall appear, then shall ye also appear with him in glory. Yeah, and we're waiting for that uh, great, uh, great day when the church is raptured out, the body of Christ is taken out, and all these gifts and stuff will come to fruition, and we'll reign with Christ and we'll be with Christ. Which makes us um, citizenship, or gives us the citizenship in heaven. Um, so from Philippians three twenty through twenty one, it says, "For our citizenship is in heaven, from which we also eagerly wait for the Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ, who will transform our lowly body, that it may be conformed to His glorious body, according to the working." by which he is able even to subdue all things to himself. Yeah, that's something to look forward to. Right now, we, when we become believers, when we believe the gospel, we're citizens of heaven. We're not citizens of this world. We're citizens of heaven. And we have all that to look forward to. So absent from the body, present with the Lord. And, of course, we have responsibilities. We, we have responsibilities on this earth. Uh, after we're, we're not saved by works, but we're saved to work, and we become ambassadors for Christ. In Corinthians five nineteen through twenty one, to wit that God was in Christ, reconciling the world unto Himself, not imputing their trespasses unto them, and hath committed unto us the word of reconciliation. That's one of our responsibilities. Now then, we are ambassadors for Christ. And though God did beseech you by us, we pray you in Christ's stead, be ye reconciled to God. 
For he hath made him to be sin for us, who knew no sin, that we might be made the righteousness of God in him. Yes, and so that um, uh, is helping to answer that question, um, can a Christian lose their salvation? Because that is, um, again, even though um, people find it hard to believe that by believing in Christ, you know, that you are saved, that it is something that you can, you can lose the gift is what people were saying. See, and that puts you in bondage. Those are, those are man-made ideas to try to control you, and that puts you in bondage. And it makes a miserable life because you don't know how much sin it takes to go to hell and how much good it takes to go to heaven. So it's saying Christ was not able to do all of it. You have to do part of it. And that's not true. It's Christ, when he died on the cross, he shed his blood, was absolutely perfect for our salvation. And there's nothing we can do to uh, change that. There's no fleshly thing that we can do to help that. It just insults God when we try to do works. Right. And, you know, here with it, you know, coming into the Christmas season, you know, if we're, we're giving a free gift to somebody and they question our gift and you know, um, are you sure that I can have this gift? And what do I need to do to get that? No, I, I want to give it to you. Why, why am I, um, why do I want to give you a gift? Because I love you. And so, you know that when Christ died on the cross, that is what he was saying to us. Yeah, when someone says, I don't know uh, if Christ loves me or not, the way he shows he loved you, he died on the cross. Mm-hmm. While you were yet sinners, and he died on the cross, and... And uh, he's inviting us to join him in that uh, salvation, that newness of life. So right. Romans have- eleven twenty nine tells us it's, in, mm-hmm. it's irrevocable. It's a yeah. big word. It cannot be reversed. Yeah. Yeah. That's, and that's so when we, when we come back from break, we're going to um, continue this, but we're going to also talk about salvation as secured in Christ. And if you're on watching us on Facebook Live, if you have any questions, post them in the chat, and we'll be glad to answer them if you have questions regarding what we're talking about. So we'll see you soon. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. 14th Street Ministries is a listener-supported ministry. Your donations are most appreciated. You can make donations on our website at 14thstreetministries.com. Our goal is to preach the gospel to a lost and dying world. Our message is to lift the believer, teaching sound doctrine by rightly dividing the word of truth. We are a grace ministry. You can reach out to us by calling 314-243-3779 or by contacting us on the web at 14thstreetministries.com or follow our Facebook page. Look for 14th Street Online Bible Study. What's the difference between leaders who achieve exceptional results with ease and those who struggle to keep up? Tune in for Leading on Purpose with Nicole Bendeley. You'll discover the simple practices that are making the biggest difference to a leader's success today. You'll meet leaders who are bringing out the best in their teams. You'll gain practical strategies to lead yourself and others to high performance with ease. Leading on Purpose airs live Mondays at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, noon Pacific on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. 
Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. listening to the radio program why paul if you'd like to participate in today's program call in to 1-888-346-9141 that's 1-888-346-9141 or send an email to michael r mix at 14th street ministries.com now back to why paul and welcome back i'm your host michelle mix and i'm your host uh, michael mix and i'm your host pam lampton and we were talking about um, having a salvation that's secured in Christ, and if we would lose our salvation. Uh, before we jump in there, we do have a question uh, that someone is asking on Facebook. Actually, it's a thought that they had. Um, they're asking, one thing I think of when people think you can lose salvation is, if Christ's blood and resurrection is powerful enough to forgive every sin, why wouldn't it be powerful enough to secure my salvation? She says that is what she feels that she says that's the way she feels people think about that. Yeah, it's it's powerful enough because it does secure your salvation, and uh, Satan wants us to to believe that that uh, Christ uh, works on the cross doesn't, because then then that discourages us as believers. Uh, it, it takes our security away, puts us in bondage, and then we're not as not as um, useful uh, useful yeah useful for the body of Christ because we're believing doctrine that is not sound. So and that's why we study and that's that's why we rightly divide the word of truth so that we understand sound doctrine. So that's a so good we're, point. Yeah. That's a good point that the the power that's in the um, atonement, the mm-hmm. power in the blood that for forgiveness, that that power was so strong. And God said that he forgave, that he knows your sin no more from east to west. He doesn't remember them. They're deeper than the sea. And Satan doesn't want us to have that, that foundation or that um, confidence in Christ's sa- sacrifice on the cross. Yeah, and and Satan goes into the church, uh, goes into the Christian community, and wants to plant doubt. So he's like a weed in a wheat field or whatever. It destroys, and he uses man to do that, men to do those things, to discourage the believers. And uh, that's that's why it just you just have to study. You can't just read the the Word of God. the 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 Word of God from Genesis to Revelation is to us, but Paul's writings is for us, for the rest of us, for our learning, but Paul's epistles, Romans through Philemon, is directly to us today. Yeah, and it says specifically we were bought with a price. Yeah. All right, well, thank you for that um, question or actual thought. Uh, since it was an actual question, 
Keep uh, so any more, um, I'll let you know if I see any more in there, and we can jump on those. Mm-hmm. Um, so we'll go to uh, salvation secured in Christ. All right. Um, first, I'm going to start with reading Ephesians 1, 3 through 14. All right. Okay. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who hath blessed us with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places in Christ. Remember, when he's talking about spiritual blessings, these are spiritual blessings. We're citizens of heaven, and these are spiritual blessings. These blessings are not a Cadillac or uh, money or healings and all that. These blessings are spiritual blessings. And uh, after the rapture comes and we're in heaven, we'll realize all of those blessings. And God will get the glory for everything. But those blessings, don't. we don't want to pervert the word by saying he blessed me this, that, and the other. We do get blessings, but he's talking about heavenly blessings. Well, and, as, and that brings out another question that has been posted um, in the chat uh, for Facebook Live. Um, and to join Facebook Live, you can go to facebook.com, go to online Bible study, 14th Street online Bible study, and you can join the live session. So we do have another question. It says, if God loves all humanity, why did he elect only some people to be saved, predestination or free will? Well, that's a very good question, and that's a big argument. The truth about that is there's only one person that's predestined, and that was Jesus Christ before creation. Christ was the Godhead predestined, the Son for for God's eternal purpose. He predestined Jesus Christ, and there's nothing changing that because he is God. When it comes to man, how we get predestinated is when we believe the when we believe the gospel, that death, burial, and resurrection, we believe that in our hearts, we become a part of that predestination. We're predestined to be Christ-like, and we're predestined to be heirs and joint heirs with Jesus Christ. Then we become a part of that predestination. If you're an unsaved person, you're not part of any predestination. Only Jesus Christ was predestined, and people twist that say, and try to say, well, he was chosen to be lost, and he was chosen to be saved. That's a lie of the devil. But Jesus that, Christ was predestined. Okay. And actually, that brings us back to the Ephesians um, uh, chapter 1, verse um, 4, and then into 5 talks about that. Um, mm-hmm. According as he hath chosen us in him, before the foundation of the world, that we should be holy and without blame before him in love. He, cho- Having, he chose us through Jesus Christ. See, so. Okay. Having predestinated us unto the adoption of children by Jesus Christ to himself, according to the good pleasure of his will. See, the predestination see, is as children, see, as children of God, see. Mm-hmm. To the praise of the glory of his grace, wherein he hath made us accepted in the beloved. And, and we're only accepted through Jesus Christ. In whom we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of sins, according to the riches of his grace. And his grace, run, it, talk, it says according to his riches. His grace runs deeper than anything. His, his, uh, 
uh, grace is um, unreachable, fathom, it's deep. Okay. Wherein he hath abounded toward us in all wisdom and prudence, having made known unto us the mystery of his will, according to his good pleasure, which he hath purposed in himself. And this mystery, this body of Christ, this is a mystery that was not in prophecy, it's not prophesied, but it was only given to the Apostle Paul from the risen Christ, this mystery of this one new man, this brand new creation in God, in which we call the body of Christ. That in the dispensation of the fullness of times, he might gather together in one all things in Christ, both which are in heaven and which are on earth, even in him. Now that's his eternal purpose, is to pre have preeminence over heaven and over earth. That was their eternal goal. And, 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 and a world and a heaven without sin, without the effects of sin, all of that's destroyed. In whom also we have obtained an inheritance, being predestinated according to the purpose of him who worketh all things after the counsel of his own will, that we should be to the praise of his glory, who first trusted in Christ, in whom ye also trusted, after that ye heard the word of truth, the gospel of your salvation, in whom also, after that ye believed, you were sealed with that Holy Spirit of promise. So how can you be how can you lose your salvation? If you're the sealed. word of God says says you're sealed, that means nothing created can break that seal. Mm-hmm. And of course that spirit of promise is eternal life. And which is the earnest of our inheritance until the redemption of the purchased possession unto the praise of his glory. That earnest is a down payment as when we receive the Holy Spirit. That's the down payment for our inheritance that we will uh, get on uh, in the rapture. Okay. Okay. Um, under the same subject of salvation secured in Christ, we're going to look at Ephesians chapter 2, verses 4 through 10. But God, who is rich in mercy... For his great love wherewith he loved us, even when we were dead in our sins, he quickened us together with Christ. By grace ye are saved. Yeah, he gave us, quickened means life, mean we, we have new life. He brought us to life. He hath raised us up together and made us sit together in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. Where are we at right now? If you're a believer, where are we? In heavenly places. Right. Spiritually. Yes. But we will be there someday. Mm-hmm. Physically. That in the ages to come, he might show the exceeding riches of his grace in his kindness toward us through Jesus Christ. For by grace you are saved through faith, and that not of yourselves, it is a gift of God. Yeah, there we go back to the works and whatever. Uh, if this is either the word of God or it isn't, the word of God says that uh, that we're saved by grace, and it's a gift, and it's not of works. 
So how can you add anything to that? Right. Right, verse 9, not of works, lest any man should boast. So if it's of works, that means that man gets the glory. We would get, that's what that means of boast. Yeah, and we put God in debt then, say, because we say, we work for it, now you owe us something. Mm-hmm. Say. Exactly. Yep. What do I get for this? Yeah, right. For we are his workmanship created in Christ Jesus unto good works, which God hath before or ordained that we should walk in them. Now, that's why we need to know to study the Word of God studies and get sound doctrine so that we know how to walk, so we know how to deal, so we know how to uh, take the good things out of our, take the bad out of ourselves and put in good sound doctrine. And also continuing the thought into Ephesians chapter 4, verses 4 through 6, there is one body of one spirit, even as ye called in one hope, one Lord, one faith, one baptism, okay, one God and Father. Okay, go ahead. One God and Father of all, who is above all and through all and in all. Okay, there's one Lord, one faith, one baptism. There's six or seven different baptisms. Some's water baptism, some's baptized with uh, fire and whatever. But this baptism is for baptized by the Holy Spirit, baptized into Christ. And it's a spiritual baptism. It's not water baptism. Mm-hmm. Okay, and that brings us to um, uh, 1 Thessalonians 4, 1 through 4. Furthermore, then we beseech you, brethren, and exhort you by the Lord Jesus, that as ye have received us of us, how ye ought to walk and to please God, so ye would abound more and more. For he wants, ye, us, he wants us to increase, abound more. He wants us to get more knowledge, more understanding, and more strength. And we study the Word of God to get that, because we want to we want to have the mind of Christ is what we're striving for. And you can see the importance of that because as as he puts in there, so ye would abound more, didn't just say more, he wants us to abound more and more. That's right. For ye know what commandments we gave you by the Lord Jesus. For this is the will of God, even your sanctification, that ye should abstain from fornication, that every one of you should know how to possess his vessel in sanctification and honor. Of course, sanctification means separation. So we're to be separated from the world, separated from the ideas of the world, uh, separated from the doctrines of the world, and put ourselves in sound. I keep saying sound doctrine, but it's very important to continue in sound doctrine so we know how to walk. And then First uh, Thessalonians four thirteen through 18. But I would not have you to be ignorant, brethren, concerning them which are asleep, that ye sorrow not, even as others which have no hope. For if we believe that Jesus died and rose again, even so them also which sleep in Jesus will God bring with him. For this we say unto you by the word of the Lord, that we which are alive 
and remain unto the coming of the Lord shall not prevent them which are asleep. For the Lord himself shall descend from heaven with a shout, with the voice of the archangel, with the trump of the God, I read that wrong, with the trump of God, and the dead in Christ shall rise first. Then we which are alive and remain shall be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air, and so shall we ever be with the Lord. And and even in that, it doesn't, um, you know, it doesn't say, you know, did you do all this extra stuff? Did you, mm-hmm. you know, how did you accept the gift from me? Did you, you know, did you fulfill this? Um, how did no you unwrap con- that gift? It doesn't there's, say that. Yeah, it there's says no that conditions. We're all going to be. Yes, it's a promise, and it's our. It's what we're looking forward to, and and that's the hope we have. And it's not hope that it's not going to rain. The hope when they talk about here is is a promise that we're going to receive this and it's coming. And we, we all know we're going to die. So what happens after we die is one of the questions. And then it says, the, the last verse on that, uh, 18 says, wherefore comfort one another with these words. And yep. that's what, and that's what we're, we're doing. We're, um, you know, we're comforting each other with these words because we do have those questions. Um, that, um, you know, with these questions that come up that people have because, um, you know, of how they've learned what they what they think that it means instead of just saying, can I have that free gift? Yeah, you're talking to people all around the world and they have, and through God's word, they have hope and uh, security if, if they believe, if they become believers. So then, um, so Pam, you want to read the First Thessalonians 5, 9 through 11 before we go to yes. break? Okay. For God hath not appointed us to wrath, but to obtain salvation by our Lord Jesus Christ, who died for us, that whether we wake or sleep, we should live together with him. Wherefore, comfort yourselves together and edify one another, even as also you do. Thank you. And then we're going to go to break now, and we'll be back to finish um, these thoughts. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. 14th Street Ministries is a listener-supported ministry. Your donations are most appreciated. You can make donations on our website at 14thstreetministries.com. Our goal is to preach the gospel to a lost and dying world. Our message is to lift the believer, teaching sound doctrine by rightly dividing the word of truth. We are a grace ministry. You can reach out to us by calling 314-243-3779 or by contacting us on the web at 14thstreetministries.com or follow our Facebook page. Look for 14th Street Online Bible Study. If you are ready to be inspired, energized, and edutained, you've come to the right place with our two life-changing programs at BeTheStarYouAreRadio.com. Live every Wednesday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Listen for our lifestyle show, Star Style, Be The Star You Are, with our host, Cynthia Bryan. Then on Sundays at 3 p.m. Pacific, 6 p.m. Eastern, Teens Talk and the World Listens on Express Yourself Teen Radio. Play with 
with us at BeTheStarYouAreRadio.com and the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. listening to the radio program why paul if you'd like to participate in today's program call in to 1-888-346-9141 that's 1-888-346-9141 or send an email to michael r mix at 14th street ministries.com now back to why paul all right welcome back we're finishing up the salvation secured in christ now, we do have a, another thought that somebody had put on Facebook, uh, which I'll read that. It says, out of all the other world religions, Christianity is the only one that does not require works, only faith in Christ. Even Catholicism requires works. Well, you have to remember that true Christianity, the Word of God, when you study the Word of God and rightly divide the Word of Truth, you'll find that works uh, for salvation is no place in there. Paul talks about it so much. He, that's one of Paul's big problems, is the Judaizers would come in and say, uh, it's going to take faith plus works. And, and it doesn't work that way. It's faith and faith alone. That's what the Word of God says. It's not what I say or what Michelle says or Pam says. It's what the Word of God says. Yep, so we appreciate that thought there. Um, so we're, um, are we at, um, where are we at? The we're, second we're Thessalonians? First, Thess- Thess- First Thessalonians 5, 9 through 11. Okay. Yeah. And um, do you want me to reread that? You want to yeah. go over those? Yeah. Go For ahead. God hath not appointed us to wrath, but to obtain salvation by our Lord Jesus Christ. Okay, what he's talking about there. Uh, during the, the tribulation, the seven-year tribulation, God is pouring out his wrath on the world. And uh, he, Paul's telling us there that we won't suffer that wrath, that seven years of tribulation will be gone by that time. The body of Christ will be taken out. That's a good thing. Okay. Right. And, right. and the only other time that God's wrath was poured out was on Jesus Christ when he was on mm-hmm. the cross. Jesus turns and says, my God, my God, why hast thou forsaken me? God's wrath was poured out on him. Uh, our place. For in, in our place. Yeah, which but is powerful. Pro- yes, it is. Mm-hmm. And, and, and remember, if he, remember he, when he was on the cross, he didn't call him Father. He didn't say, Father, why, report, why, why this? He said, my God, my God, why mm-hmm. hast thou forsaken me? And then, then Christ's wrath, God's wrath, will be poured out during the tribulation. That's basically poured out on Israel, and then the rest of the world get in, gets involved with it. So we will not suffer the wrath of God because we are part of the body of Christ, and it doesn't make sense for God to pour out his wrath on Christ again mm-hmm. because we're in that body. See? 
And we're his heirs. He wouldn't want to do that to his heirs. Yeah, when, when God looks at us, he sees Jesus Christ. He doesn't see uh, see my sins or whatever. Satan goes uh, in front of him and accuses, and he said, they belong to me. Mm-hmm. Okay, go ahead. Who died for us that whether we wake or sleep, we should live together with him. Wherefore, comfort yourselves together and edify one another, even as also ye do. Yeah, we're to lift each other up and, and give them sound doctrine. Uh, give them the Word of God. The Word of God builds us up, encourages us, gives us hope and, and faith and security. And and we come to a point where we won't allow somebody to put works on us, judge us by works or whatever, because God is the judge, not man. Mm-hmm. Second Th- Thessalonians 1, 11 through 12. Wherefore... Also, we pray always for you that our God would count you worthy of this calling and fulfill all the good pleasure of his goodness and the work of faith with power. That the name of the Lord Jesus Christ may be glorified in you and ye in him, according to the grace of our God and the Lord Jesus Christ. Yeah, when when we're glorified uh, with Christ, that's after the rapture and whatever. And then uh, God, uh, God is glorified, Christ is glorified uh, through us for what he's done for us. In Romans, we have Romans 5, 9. Much more than being now justified by his blood, we shall be saved from the wrath through him. So that's what's going back to what you were saying in Thessalonians. Mm-hmm. We're saved from that wrath because Christ died and had the wrath put upon him at Calvary. Right. And then with um, Romans 6, 3 through 7, it says, Know ye not that so many of us as were baptized into Jesus Christ were baptized into his death. Remember, that's a spiritual baptism. We're, We're baptized into Christ. We're filled with the Holy Spirit, baptized into Christ, hid in God. And that's a spiritual baptism. Therefore, we are buried with him by baptism into death, that like as Christ was raised up from the dead by glory, by the glory of the Father, even so we also should walk in newness of life. For if we have been planted together in the likeness of his death, we shall be also in the likeness of his resurrection. Knowing this, that our old man is crucified with him, that the body of sin might be destroyed, that henceforth we should not serve sin. For he that is dead is freed from sin. Yes, that spiritual baptism is we're uh, baptized into Christ's death, into his burial, and in his resurrection. We've gone through that with him spiritually. So are we going to look at the re- now um, kind of go back um, uh, to the results of justification? Okay. In Romans? Well, let me read that all over again. Okay. The results of justification. Remember that God is the justifier. He justified 
the the works of Christ. And as we follow him through that death, burial, and resurrection, now we are justified. And can not explain, by our works. Go can ahead. we explain what the word justified means? Justified is a legal term. And the legal term is, is uh, there was no sin. There was no, um, uh, it's as if it was never there before. Because when we, when we, when we believe the gospel, we death, burial, and resurrection. The old man is dead, and we're a brand new creation. So we're justified, and there's no sin with this new creation. Mm-hmm. So we're a brand new creation. We don't see it now in us because we're still in this body of sin. But in God's eyes, we're a brand new creation, a brand new humanity. And the head of this body is Christ, and we're the parts of the body. Does that help? So we can think of the term as just as if we've never sinned. Right. Just the justified, just as if we've yeah. never sinned. Yeah. And it even goes deeper than that. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a good way to a good way to remember that. Yeah. Just as if. So yeah. that kind of, um, you know brings that to that question of, you know, can we lose our salvation? Um, no, it's just as if we have never sinned. Yeah, and, and people don't understand, when Christ died on the cross, he paid the penalty, he suffered the wrath, he, he paid the penalty for the sins of the world, and today, if a man goes to hell today, it's because of his unbelief. Now, he'll suffer the consequences of his sins, but you go to, you go to hell today because of unbelief. Mm-hmm. That makes sense? Mm-hmm. Okay. Therefore, so, being... Go ahead. No, that, I was just saying we're on number okay. two. Uh, by whom also we have access by faith. In other words, we can go directly to God into, his, into this grace wherein we stand and rejoice in hope of the glory of God. Remember, hope is a promise, and we stand on the gospel. And not only so, but we glory in tribulation also, knowing that tribulation works patience. When we're saved, we do have tribulation. It's promised to us. We're going to have hard times and troubles and whatever, but we have this great hope ahead of us. And patience, experience, and experience is hope. And hope maketh not ashamed, because the love of God is shed abroad in our hearts by the Holy Ghost, which is given unto us. Okay. How about um, Romans 13, 8 through 10? Okay, read it. Owe no man anything but to love one another, for he that loveth another hath fulfilled the law. For this thou shalt not commit adultery, thou shalt not kill. Thou shalt not steal, thou shalt not bear false witness, thou shalt not covet. And if there be any other commandment, it is briefly comprehended in the saying, namely, thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself. Yeah, it's true that if that Christ died on the cross, it was love that satisfied, it was, it was love, and love conquers all. 
right? It wraps it up in um, your love for your neighbor. Those other things, the commandments here are um, offenses against another person. Yes. So love worketh no ill to his neighbor. Therefore, love is the fulfillment of the law. Right. Which was Christ. Romans 8, 1 through 27. There is therefore no condemnation to them which are in Jesus Christ, who walk not after the flesh, but after the spirit. So that verse is very powerful too. There's no condemnation. After Christ, you're not condemned. Yeah, that's right. Absolutely. And we have um, we have another question on Facebook. Okay. Um, and it says, um, we might not have full time to give to it, but we can also definitely uh, pick it up again next week. Um, but the question is, are you guys going to talk about heaven? So, with, with all this, you know, how, where does heaven, you know, come into this? Well, we can. Good topic uh, next week. Yeah, let's. Yeah, if if you want, we can uh, work on that. Because there is some things that's going to happen in heaven that we normally don't know or whatever. But God does have a plan for us in heaven. And what about? Here's another question that's on there. Something we can um, work on for next week. So, one of you two taking notes over there. Okay. Um, (laughs) What about the unborn who die before birth? Well, that's a simple question. They're, they're, um, they automatically go to heaven because they're not responsible for their sin. For they were they're sinners. They were born sinners, uh, but they they haven't come to a point of knowing the difference. So they're innocent in that respect. So so they would go to heaven. Because we're serving a loving God. Yeah. So all the they abortions. Yeah, that's right. They have a soul. As soon as they're conceived, they have a spirit and a soul and a body. And that was the another question. It says, yeah, and like the babies that died from abortions. Yeah, all of those babies that have died from abortion, the good side of it is they're in heaven. Mm-hmm. But the bad side is the person that committed the the abortion. So they're the ones that are going to suffer, but they also can be forgiven. Their sins are also washed away if they believe. And mm-hmm. so, and to, to wrap all that up, what do we need? What do they need to do to believe? They need to, to, to accept this gift. They need to believe they first they have to understand they're sinners. They need to believe the death in the death, burial and resurrection of Jesus Christ. And if they believe that in their heart, immediately they become a new creation. It's so simple. And without, without ha- like you said, it's immediate. It's without having to do any of the works. That's right. Christ did it all. So we appreciate everyone's questions today on Facebook. Uh, think of more questions. We're, we're going to jump right back into this for next week. Uh, when we come back, uh, we're going to still be in Romans uh, 5. And um, like we said, we'll go over these questions and and more when you have those. Uh, So we appreciate everyone tuning in today. And you have a great rest of your week.
been listening to Why Paul? Visit us on the web at 14thStreetMinistries.com and please join Michael R. Mix and Michelle Mix again next Tuesday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time and 7 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel for more thoughts and wisdom. Also, be sure to tell everyone about our program. Yeah.